0: Splash, splash, splash. Splash a sass, splash a sass. Hey, with Amy Quinley. Splash your sass, starting out with Amy Quinley. Go! Ooh. What up, fools? Welcome back to the Splash Your Sass Podcast, motherfuckers! Whoa! They thought we were gone? They thought we were gone? No, we just need a little fucking break, all right? Um, How do I even ever start this? Oh, I already forgot. This is not like riding a bike. What's my intro? I don't know. What up, fools? Well, to the... I'm your host, Amy Quinley, and today we are here to recap Jeff Lewis Live. Alright, guys, it's just a little rust, okay? It'll it'll be gone by the time this is done. Um, how are you, great? Okay, perfect. Um, same. I'm doing better than ever and worse at the same time. Isn't that just the holiday season in a nutshell? In a nutshell in a nutcracker on my mantle. Okay, so um I published a book, you guys. Woo! I was like, I'm not dealing with anybody else's shit, including Jeff Lewis's, until my shit is in order and I just need my book out. My children's book that I've been working on for way too long. But whatever. It's up. It's for sale. I'm so fucking happy. And now we can move on to recap the Jeff Lewis live show for the week of December 18th to the 22nd. Now, up first on Monday, we had Polly Cornell. Wait, no, I take that back. We had. Polly Connell, Polly and Dolores Catania, Dolores Catania, okay, Catania, that's how I always see it, Catania, <laughs> what a beautiful name, Catania, okay, so Polly, he talks about Tuesday, Tuesday in his Irish accent, and Dolores instantly mimics him, which, <laughs> If you haven't dated or been friends with somebody with an accent like that, it is so hard to not mimic them 24/7. And <laughs> but for some reason, I guess they do it back. They do it back a little, but it's more fun to be them than it is for them to be American. Like, alright. Cool. I love when, like, British people, they, like, do the American accent. And it's like, what the fuck does that? You sound great, all right? And honestly, they sound American to me. So if anything, it's teaching me that when I talk British, I actually do sound like I could be from fucking Britain, okay? Probably the dirty streets of Liverpool, but that's a different story for another time. So uh, we talk about Paul's accent again because... Apparently, so he got his car serviced at the actual dealership, as one is supposed to do, with a nice car. I wouldn't know. And so, you know what? I All right, I'm not going to get into it. I, I really don't think I would want a nice car and have to, like, worry about Yeah, it's fun to drive a beater. Like Dolores said, with her Jeep, sold, done. I would love an 07 Jeep if anybody feels like trade-seeing. Um, okay, so... And not that hers is an 07. She probably has like a twenty twenty five Jeep Wrangler all pimped out, and she's like, "Oh yeah, my shitty little Jeep." Ha <laughs> ha. Wolf. Okay, so Polly getting his car serviced, and then going home to service Dolores. Okay, no, so that's so gross. Why? Why I say that, Amy? Okay, so I'm supposed to be a children's author. Remember that, girl. That's why I have to be two different people because I'm seventeen thousand different ones. Okay, so. You guys get the math. I love you. Um We talk. All right. So the car's in the fucking shop, right? And d- 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 Polly texts the service guy and he's like, hey, can you give me a call? Thank you. Except he spoke it into his phone and it translated as, hey, I want to murder your entire family and all future generations to come. Please give me a call right now so we can decide when I'm going to murder you. Thanks, boy. I'm not, jo- like, alright, I guess I was a little dramatic there, that was a dramatized reading, but it was basically that, like, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Siri, it's Siri, right, because it was using an iPhone, okay, so, Siri. Siri's gonna kill us all, that's all I'm trying to say, it's either Alexa or Siri, but it's gonna be Battle of the Bitches, and... <laughs> they're going to do it. Okay, so basically Polly's phone rings a little later and it was a detective. You guys a detective. What the fuck? Oh, <laughs> the employee at the car dealership, he reported Polly to the cops. <laughs> one little text message, one little text that said, I'm going to kill you. And the fucking little rat goes right, right to the shop. Like, do you all right? So do you want to be in the hospital? Because I heard what happens to snitches and it doesn't seem like it ends up well for you car service man. And so it just gets more hilarious because just the fact that this employee didn't assume that Polly typed something wrong or like any anything happened. He just immediately assumed. <laughs> he immediately assumed that Polly was going to kill him. <laughs> was serious about killing him. I <laughs> I think, cause I'm so much like Shane, where Shane's like, yeah, no, if I sent him that text, he would there would be no detectives calling anybody. Like, <laughs> nobody would have taken that shit seriously from the beginning. They would have been, <laughs> they would have been like, Shane, did you give your phone to Jeff or something? Like, who, why is somebody texting for you? And so, just the fact that, like, it, Paulie is that kind of guy who fits the profile of somebody who could technically maybe murder your family. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Polly. And he's so nice, right? He's such a nice guy, but like, yeah, no, we all know about the Irish Mafia. It is much, much worse than the Italians, but I'll let them fight that one out. Um but it, this story you guys I I'll never get over it because then Dolores and Polly got the fucking body cam footage the body cam footage of this employee going down to the police station to file a report thinking that Polly's going to te- kill him because one accidental text said I'm going to kill you <laughs> I need no 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 no. No, get the fucking cameras rolling. Get the get the cameras up. Are you This is the type of shit I need to see play out on the housewives. <laughs> I will never get over this story. I'm going to tell it for every generation to come unless Polly comes to kill my entire <laughs> I don't know, Polly. I'm just going to stay on your good side no matter what. I we good. I don't I think I've been very kosher. I try sir. Okay, so, um, what else happened? Um, and then to find out through the body cam footage, this service, the dealership guy, he's just talking shit about Polly. Like, yeah, ever since this guy was on the show, he's gotten this huge head, and, like, now he thinks he can just fucking kill me, kill me over a car, not being, having the right nuts and bolts, all right? Like, I I (laughs) just- The fact that this employee took it as a legitimate threat is the funniest thing that has ever occurred in lifetime. So I just I am so I'm sorry to everybody involved that it happened, but I'm so happy that it did because (laughs) I'll laugh forever about that one. Oh, and when Dolores was talking about getting the body cam footage, she was like, we had to, to control the narrative in case it ended up all over TMZ, like Tim and Troy, Tim and Troy with their body cam footage of their cop encounters every other fucking day. And it was just, (laughs) all right, it was Kim and Croy, but Dolores said Troy. And just to picture Kim and Croy actually being Tim and Troy, it just, I bet Jeff is friends with a Tim and Troy in West Hollywood. All right. So what else happened? Um, Well, Dolores was saying, like, can you believe that employee? What a fucking fool. Like, people are just such pussies these days. They're a pack of pussies. They don't call and work things out themselves. They just run to whatever and try to threaten with legal action. And I was like, oh, my God, Dolores, I hope you're making direct eye contact with Jeffrey Lewis as you're saying these words. He's (laughs) the pussy pack leader these days. The leader of the pack, pussy pack. Have uh, Erica Jane write a remix to that. Okay, so then they talk about dancers because Jeff, they're in New York and they went to see the Rockettes. All I want to say is never forget, never forget on this past season of RHONJ when Paulie hosted the final dinner at his house and (laughs) they had to create some weird theme. So it was like Irish mafia theme or whatever. (laughs) And so he had Irish dancers, these girls, which like I've had cousins be Irish dancers in parades and stuff. It's a thing. It's a thing. But. (laughs) But he had these poor girls out on his condo driveway on a fucking wooden pallet. We talked about this on Splash of Sass because as the dancers were jigging and they're like Shamrock um, Yeah, they were the wooden plank it was like bouncing like it was about to snap. We were about to get 50,000 blister not blisters, splinters Spl- blisters and splinters are you joking? They're tap dancing on a wooden pallet of course they're getting blisters. See, I'm getting worked up for the rights of Irish dancers because, again, I, I it's a personal cause to me. <laughs> but if you ever see that episode, like, playback, just watch, I'm telling you, watch the wooden palette. It was the highlight of my season. Okay, let's move on to the Tuesday episode of JLL. We had Nicole Ryan in the house, motherfucker. Toot, toot. I just picture her mouse in a Barbie Jeep riding... <laughs> There's a mouse in a Barbie Jeep next to the colonial woman churning butter on the wing. Okay, so Jeff asked Nicole... Hey, you're a Series Six M long term employee? Like, why is there no holiday party? And she was like, Uh, there used to be and it was fucking ballin', bitch, but yeah, it was it's probably way too expensive because they were ballin' bitch, and we ball too hard. Ball too hard and motherfuckers gonna find you. All right, so Jeff was like, Yeah, but Aren't you just so happy that instead of investing in like employee morale and trying to create a company culture where it's all inclusive, honey, and we all have drinks together and orgies together, because I guess the whole point of this was Jeff read an article that people cheat at holiday parties. I thought cheating was for Halloween because they're all fucking pumpkin eaters. I don't know how my brain works. Alright, it's just a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater forever. So I just picture that. I picture like if you cheat on somebody, you have to like go up and like eat a whole pumpkin, like Brucey and Matilda, when they're like, eat the chocolate cake, Bruce! Brucey! You can do it, Bruce. And all the eat the cheaters, they just have to like and eat the whole pumpkin until they're done. And then see how it fucking feels. It probably feels like fucking shit. It probably feels like the worst you've ever felt in your life. Yeah, that's exactly how the Person you cheated on feels bitch. Woo! Alright. So in Amy Land, that will be the punishment. <clears throat> the whole reason I brought this up is because Jeff was talking shit about Sirius XM's new logo that they spent all of the holiday. Ew, I just said holiday at the holiday. The Hollanday sauce, please, I'll take a Benny side up. I don't know. Okay, so um, yeah, the 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 logo. Sirius XM rebranded their logo and they redid their app and Jeff was like shitting on it all week, but specifically on Tuesday with Nicole, since again, she also works there. And he was like, maybe it's not as bad as I think it is. And Jeff, if I, I'm sure plenty of people have let you know since five days ago when you asked that question. But, um, the answer is, it's even worse. It's even worse than you think we think it is. Like, it's awful. It's fucking awful. It's actually a joke to me as a business part. Like, These aren't growing pains like Nicole tried to compensate. Like, oh, maybe they're just, you know, figuring things out. Yeah, okay, if you're a new fucking app that just started a company in 2008, like, we know how apps work in 2023. There is zero excuse why a giant corporation like SiriusXM can't get their shit together in this. Like, do you need to hire somebody from Spotify, from Apple, like, where do you need to hire your next person? Because whoever's trying to do it now ain't cutting it, bro, so sorry to tell you and it's just annoying because it drives me crazy like you have money you have you you have such potential and to release that as your new logo that's the s with the star in it you guys i (laughs) i picture a one of the marketing guys like falling asleep and being like let's just put half the S up here, I have a star up here, I have a star down here. Well, the, perfect, well, the, the, where the stars, where the stars are. No, no, somebody should have been like, take a seat, Ted, take a fucking seat, go get another cup of coffee, because, yeah, no, that's a good idea Um, for like your middle school rebranding project, but this is, again, a serious corporate, a serious, I I meant S-E-R-I-O-U-S, but yes, also S-I-R-I-U-S, and you guys are, it's kind of a joke. Like, I i canceled my SiriusXM subscription. I still have a few days left on it, so we'll see what happens after that. But, like, I don't trust you guys to invest more in, you know, like, in staying with your app because... You can't even get your shit together with an entire rebrand. Like, that is so, it's still so unuser-friendly. It still is fucking shit up left and right. Like, no, no. So why would I pay when I don't trust that you guys will ever get it right? Again, I would rather pay for Spotify Premium. Sorry, sorry. And now we said it. And now we said it. <clears throat> Happy holidays to the XM marketing team and <laughs> advertising. But like, really, this is how companies die out over time because they cut corners. They probably didn't pay the right people to design this shit or dinosaurs are in charge. They're the head president's VPs and they hold the powerful positions. And they're like, Oh my God, a star in the middle. Of part. No, it's not. No, it's not. I would have been like back to the drawing board. guy." I get where your thoughts coming from. I like the concept, but we, that was like a draft. Number one, that was not the final logo. I'm <laughs> I mean, and now we said, and Nicole leave it. She was like, the logo looks like a purse asshole. Again and now we all said it. And now we all said it because that was my literal first thought. Is like, why does this look like somebody trying to hold in a shit? It looks like a butt, like pit- pinching in a shit. I'm I'm serious. I'm serious. Serious. All right, you guys really gotta you gotta think about this because you. Try to, like, be smarter than the consumers and think we're going to be like, oh, my God, it's amazing. No, no, we have brains at this point, all right? So if you just invest in millions in brand development, it's an absolute flop. Now, if you want to do it right, you're going to have to spend even more millions. And the last thing you have right now is millions to spend because you just paid for an entire Weird ass reboot, and now you need to pay your talent to still stay on and not go to Spotify Premium. You know, like all this shit. So it's just the triple of a trickle effect. Like you gotta do it fucking right the first time. And this star logo and the new app is all wrong. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Doo-doo, doo-doo. Okay, so then Nicole calls out Jeff wearing gloves with a blazer. Like he left the restaurant in New York City on a blistering cold December New York night wearing a blazer, jeans, and some giant Mickey Mouse-ass gloves. Like, they were those puffy, I can already put, like, you ski goggles. Like, our ski gloves? What the fuck? And she's like... <laughs> she, Nicole's like, this was a disgrace. And if you ever want to fucking be seen with me again, we're burning those gloves first. And anytime you're going to leave your house to come meet me, you're sending me a picture of your outfit, just like Teddy Mellencamp. You have to send her pictures of your food and your workouts and this shit. All right, well, guess what? Nicole's going to hold some style accountability for you, Jeff. All right. And you know what? I'm all about it. I'm all for it because picturing in my mind somebody with a blazer on and puffy gloves, I want to vomit all over the- I would have vomited on your shoes, so I hope that you brought giant boots as well to stomp around my vomit in. Alright, so... And then also Nicole was really like putting her foot down about this issue. She was being hilarious about it. I just know I was cackling along and, but nothing made me laugh harder than Polly's story on Monday. Like I had to legitimately pause it and be doubled over laughing just like <laughs> thinking I, cause all I can picture when he tells this story, all I picture is the point of view of the employee who received the text saying that Polly was going to kill him. And I, just imagining his fate. Like I just, I need, I need to interview him. That would be the first person I would ever want on this podcast. (laughs) I love him already. Okay. But we love Paulie more. We love Paulie more. And uh, speaking of people that Jeff doesn't love, I think he actually might've said he hates Aurora or I wrote down. He hates Aurora, but I'm I wouldn't say that's the H word is a strong one, you know? Uh, Yeah. I'm pretty sure he said that. So, Aurora was supposed to be watching his pets and she called in sick and while Jeff was away, which I know, trust me, like we all get it as pet owners. If whatever care your pet is supposed to get while you're on whatever kind of trip, vacation, work, whatever, that's the worst feeling. It's, yeah, that's your child with fur. And a lot of people's children do have fur, okay? I've dated some of them. So, yeah, I'm just saying, like, If you're responsible for somebody's pet, don't take on that responsibility unless you are 1 million percent going to show up, even if you're diarrheaing all over your car, okay? That's what they make pull-ups for. I honestly think that, girls, I don't know why, when we have our periods, we don't just wear, like, pull-ups or, like, diapers to bed. (laughs) Obviously, we're not going for, like, the sexiest award, but, like. But I mean, it would just, I, all right, different thoughts for a different day. Um, Back to Jeff and Aurora. So he was like, "Yo, she probably ate 79 tacos. She's pooping all over the house, just like my dog is now, because he doesn't have anybody to watch him because she's an hour away blowing up her toilet. And Nicole was like, are you fat shaming Aurora right now? Like, is that, was, are we doing that? Again, Nicole just killing it with the call outs. And Jeff was like, I mean, yeah, of course I'm fat shaming her, but you have to understand how self-inflicted it is. Like, she needs to be shamed. Shame, shame the taco eater. No, but like she overeats unhealthy food. Then she has to shit all the time on my dime. You know how Jeff feels about people who shit all the time on his dime. It's your, that's the quickest road to unemployment in his book. um but like he's just annoyed because he has to deal with her self-sabotaging diet especially when his animals well-being are at stake you know like the cats are used to having their litter box like as the shit falls out of them it doesn't even touch the litter okay it's already scooped out and now there's probably a pile up there's a pile up on aisle five in that litter box i just want to say jeff i totally agree I agree with the shaming the people who self-sabotage with their diet like I would have friends like that and they'd be like oh my god I always get the worst stomach aches whenever I eat cheese and then we go out to eat and we'd be going out for the night like drinks dancing <laughs> fun and they would get like what the french onion soup or something and I'm like no no don't fucking order that cause now you're gonna be in the worst mood the rest of the night and they're like no it's, I won't I won't I be I need I need my soup I need my soup And I'm not gonna be the puppy guard of your meal, you know? I can only do as much as I can. And so then they would order it, and then they would feel like shit the rest of the night, and then they would just be complaining, and then you're like, You're the worst ever! You're the worst! But I love ya, but not really. I just need somebody to go out with, but now I remember why I hate going out with you. End of scene. All right, so then Nicole Ryan unintentionally mocked. Actually, well, she was intentional, but I guess she forgot or didn't realize Shane has a stutter sometimes. Just like sometimes I have a lisp. We all, you know, when you record yourself, you'll hear shit in your own voice that you're like, do I, did I do that? Did I do that? Uh, Yeah, but I cringe into a million pieces when Nicole did that, when she did that. Don't you ever mock my Shaney, baby. Shane's like, um, actually, I don't care what she does, but I care that you keep my name out of your goddamn mouth. But I can't, sorry, can't stop, won't stop. So Jeff can't stop, won't stop bringing up a rumor that he created himself. <laughs> like, the rumor does not exist. The limit does not exist. Um, The limit does not exist on how many rumors Jeff will create himself and advertise as being real. So he thinks that Nicole's ryan's co-host he's like oh there's always i've heard rumors about him being gay which is so weird because i've heard rumors about jeff lewis being gay for years but you know i don't pay any mind to that so i don't know why he gives a fuck about nicole ryan's co-host <laughs> moving on to wednesday's episode we had andy cohen in the house andy cohen's got the 411 he's now king he is no fun what did i say that <laughs> <laughs> all right. Andy Cohen was late. You know how we feel about that. Unacceptable. Don't come. If you're going to be late, just don't fucking come, bro. Uh, So Jeff and Shane. Oh, yeah. Shane Douglas. He was there all week, folks. He'll be here. He was there. He's actually leaving in the air right now. If he made his flight. Yikes. That sounds like a nightmare on ice okay, the two-hour traffic to the airport. uh, Talk about things that are unacceptable. All right, so they keep on talking to this guy, Scott, like, Shane and Jeff, they're like, oh, Scott, what do you think? Scott, Scott. And I'm like, who the fuck is Scott? Did I miss his intro or what? Like, do we just now have random ass producers that we just don't? All right, sure. Sure. Like, everybody sh- just walk right in. Who wa- who else wants to sit down? Who else? Al- sure. Tony? Tony? Do we have a Tony in the back? Do we have a Becky? Becky with the good hair? You want her to fucking? Sure, Scott. Who are you? Who the fuck are you? Um, then Andy Cohen walks in, you guys, the first thing out of his mouth, he goes, hi's everybody, hi's, 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 ha hi's. Hi's? I'm going to start glitching out right now. If I ever, if anybody in my fucking life ever says hi's, highs, it's an instant bye's, bitch. Bye's. But I'm going to close my eyes and you better be gone by the time I open them. What do you mean hi's? 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 Oh, no, no, no. We're not like five. Hi's. 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 No, 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 no. I'm... I need to, some, if you let people get away with everything, if you never comment or you never bring up how things are unacceptable, then people think that it's okay, that can be the new norm, that can never be the new norm, if ever, highs, highs, no, no, buys all around, buys all the fuck around, okay, so Jeff asks Andy if he celebrates Christmas and Andy's like, I mean, kind of, you know, we're obviously Jewish, if you didn't know, Andy we get, we all know. Okay. Um but he was like I want Ben to know that we celebrate Hanukkah, but I still want to get Ben some gifts and I still want Ben to have the tree and I still want Ben Ben, ben. and I'm like what the Don't you have two kids? Two kids? why am I hearing one pl- one singular? What you want? Okay, so does a girl Makita celebrate Hanukkah? Does her Christmas like what? What it was just I don't I it was confusing to just Here, like, oh, I want Ben to be able to celebrate the joy of the... Okay, and then she has to witness the horror behind the scenes? Like, why can't she celebrate the joy of the holidays as well? Justice for baby Lucy. And I think I'm just a little extra sensitive right now because recently my dad took my brother-in-law and my nephew to a Celtics game while all of the girls stayed home to make gingerbread houses. Ginger. All right. So you bitches stay home. You clean the house, cook in the house, and then cook another house, and then make a house within your house, and then decorate a house for us to come back to a clean house. And then we eat your gingerbread house. And we're like, woo, let's talk about the game. Yeah, Celtics. High fives all around, boys. No, I literally just looked at my dad and I was like, I would fucking hate being a girl. I would like, I would probably be the one that's like, am I, am I a non, but like, do I not? Because I don't want to be. And that's the confusing thing when it's like the girls do the girl thing and the boys do the boy. And it's like, but I'm not that like, I want to do what the technical boys are doing, even though I get it. There's no, we get, there's no real gender. That's my point. That is my point is that. Girls like doing things too, all right? So Andy Cohen is going to the Hamptons on the 26th. I just want to ask, why, why, why do celebrities tell people their exact schedule? Their exact fucking schedule. Did robbers stop robbing? Did robbers stop robbing in the last fucking two hours? I don't think so, bro. Like, literally, you said the 26th. Like, I don't know what security is like anywhere. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. Be aware. Like, don't. Just say where I just don't say that your house is going to be. I You didn't say it's going to be unattended, but like, don't give out your personal schedule. That just seems weird to me. But actually, you do you, boo. Sure. how Make sure that the robbers have a Merry Christmas as well. So then they promote Andy Cohen's book. And I definitely read one of them like maybe a decade ago. I don't know which one. I think it was like the Andy Cohen diaries. The one thing that I do remember is that he was on a yacht. With Ashley Olsen. Ashley, you guys, the Olsen twins. No, the Olsen twins. You know, that's just like my dream. My dream for, except this is why, like Andy Cohen, he wasted his opportunity. He was on a yacht with Ashley and like, you guys aren't best friends. How do I know that? Because I can tell, I can just tell from... I just know. And if I was given five minutes with Ashley, we are leaving that room bosom buddies. Okay? BBs for life. What's a bosom? Why is it called bosom buddies? Because buddies, like, rub their bosoms together? Is bosom your ass or your breasts? But a bosom, the singular, so it'd have to be just your butt? I'm confused. I'll Google it later. I don't care right now. Okay, so Andy Cohen fell for a scam. <laughs> when the elders tell stories about being scammed, it truly just makes me chuckle because every time they always start with like, I should have known better. I tell people not to do this. I did not know. But I gave out my entire lifetimes of information on the phone and I was there for an hour on the bank with a bin. And, bu- and I'm like no you're a fool you're an absolute fool like you can't justify you try to justify being scammed you telling us how legit the scam is because Andy he was like how could I have possibly known you know I just got an email I entered all my account information then I spent an hour on the phone with the scammer who was pretending to be my bank and all I could think of is who the fuck in their lifetime has ever spent an hour on the phone with their bank what the fuck like no no I, I wouldn't spend five minutes on the phone with my own grandmother. No- <laughs> Sorry, Grandma Pearl. Love you. Um, but like no one wants to be on the phone, especially with a banking corporation. So the fact that you sat there and talked to that, like that's a red flag for every, it's a red flag in terms of you should have known it was a scam. And it's a red flag on Andy Cohen's mental health that he sat on the phone for an hour with his bank. A scammer, but, you know, he thought it was a bank. Either way, even if you think it's a scammer or if you think it's a bank, five minutes tops. That's all you get. And actually, now that I'm a published author... Sorry, I'm just so excited, you guys. I worked so fucking hard on... Oh, I'm so excited. Um, I'm getting scammed left and right. It's so crazy. You... The world never... Like, once all these problems, I had to work through them to finally get this book published. And then I finally get it published. And then right away, right away, the scams instantly start again. It's like, I call it forever whack-a-mole, entrepreneurial life, Forever, like it just does, like every something always pops up. Anything you think is gonna go wrong will go wrong, plus 20 other million things as well. So, buckle the fuck up, little buttercup, and be sure that you want to do whatever you're doing if you're going to do it by yourself, like independently, entrepreneurially, because there can be a lot of advantages to having a corporation behind you, okay? So, Jeff, I will make fun of SiriusXM's logo because I don't have them as the platform that I would love. But if I did, do you know how much I would love that star in the logo? Oh my God, it's so cute. No, I would still be like, Jeff, I you gotta call, call it what it is. It's a shitty ass rebrand. No, but the scams that I'm getting right now, you guys, it's awful. They call you and they're like, are you this person, the author of, and they say your book title and everything. And they're like- Oh, we have a client who is looking for authors like you and they want you to be part of this book fair. Or like, what? And then I guess I Googled it and I looked on Reddit and found out that, like, eventually they want you to pay to, like, do this book fair, but that's a scam part of it. And I'm just like, how, again, how awful. Like, you're targeting self publishers who clearly, like, I'm already putting all my money into it and trying to make myself successful. And now you're going to scam me out of what? Fuck this world, bro! But I love you guys. All right, let's move on to the Thursday episode. We had Leah Black in the house. (laughs) Jeff's dog, Toby, he ate the nanny Lisa's shoes the other day. And Jeff was like, Lisa should have known better. She should have known better. We're sending her back to training. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're sending her back to training so she doesn't do that shit anymore. I mean, you would think that's what he was saying to his dog Toby, but no, no, the nanny needs more training on not leaving her shoes out, not the fucking dog, don't eat the shoes in the first place. Um, But Leah was like, look, I always say that bad dogs, they come from bad owners, and hearing that story, I stand by it. I very much stand by it. <laughs> Yes, Leah. And I want to confirm as well, okay? This guy I dated, the first time that I went over to his house, his dog, oh my god. Like, I love animals, trust me, but this one, it was a wildebeest. It was half wolf, half dog, and he, like, let it, he was outside at first, and then he let it in, and it just jumped all over me, slobbering everywhere. Like, I just showered and spritzed, and I smelled adorable, and I looked beautiful, and I left there with, like, scratches on my arms and literal saliva from this dog, like, no, I wanted the owner's saliva on me, not your fucking dogs, and now I don't want anything from either of you anymore, because the fucking dog ate my shoes, it ate my shoe to shreds, and it was just like the owner, it was just like the owner who ripped my fucking mental health to shreds, okay, so... Yeah, bad dogs definitely come from bad owners. And perfect cats come from perfect cat owners, obviously. That's what my cats classify as. All right, so moving on, Monroe. Monroe is just like her dad. I mean, so the dog, Monroe, they're all like each other, I guess, because um, she didn't mind making Aurora cry a little. Oh, Aurora, love you, girl. And so um, Monroe told Aurora, like, look, when you're in Nicaragua, cancel your flight home and just fucking stay there, okay? That'll be my Christmas present to never see you again, which obviously she doesn't mean. She's just being a twatty kid can you say that about kids I don't kids are always little twats right I was a twat as a kid and adults are twat we're all you're a twat I'm a twat he's a twat we're all twats Woo! so Jeff scolded Monroe and like Monroe you don't say that to people you don't make them feel that way whatever and Monroe felt genuinely bad so even though Aurora left for the night already he had Monroe call her which I love that Jeff like That was perfectly handled. That was perfect. That was absolutely, you killing it, babe, killing it. The only thing that I'm mad about is when Jeff was talking about how he was live it at Monroe for making Aurora feel like that which again is just kind of confusing and a double standard hypocrisy because Jeff loves making Aurora feel like that so you think he'd actually be proud of Monroe but I guess we should be proud of Jeff that he was actually he had all upset him too that's we're all making progress right to being better humans so um yeah Jeff was like I got scary mad though like I was scary mad Jameson, what the, what the, put your fucking phone down, perk the fuck up, go, I don't know what, what was off, but the fact that you didn't instantly play the, Oh, you're so mad, Denise. You're so mad. If I was Denise in that scene, I, I'm not one to ever resort to violence, but I, I could have done with a little like knee to the face. You know, like, I just hate when bitches are being bitches, you know. You know when a bitch is being a bitch, and Lisa Rinna was full bitch vibes that day. Hey, Amy, why are you so mad? I'm so mad about it. Okay, so Jeff brings up Leah's son, Roy Jr., and Leah's like, oh, my God, he's always watching TV on his computer in his room. And I don't know why, but instantly in my brain, I'm like, is he friends with Mary Cosby's son? Is he, cause I don't, I just, you know, like you feel like the housewives kids, they all are in cahoots and they have like an underground society together and Mary Cosby's son, he seems to be always in his mom's mansion living with her, but also like living a separate life. And it just, it felt like Leah Black and Roy Jr. were living a parallel life to Mary Cosby and Mary Cosby's son Jr. Just, cause I, I think Mary's son, he's a junior as well. So It's legit a parallel universe and it's just, yeah, different cities, different strokes for different folks. But all folks can only have one kind of stroke, right? Isn't there, isn't that just a stroke? Are there kinds of strokes? I'm glad I don't know this. Um, all right. So at some point, someone suggested that Jeff has a long list of people to apologize, including Jenny Poulos, including but not very much not limited to Jenny Poulos. And Jeff was like, ew, what the fuck? never. Never. You're so angry, Jeff. Ooh, you're so angry. No, I'm kidding. Um never forget though. Like Jenny got you where you are. You know, like I just don't like how Jeff always pays so much respect to Andy Cohen. Oh my god, I have to bow down. He gave me this opportunity and this and that. Like Jeff, you probably, let's be honest, would still be in like killing it in the interior design world, but still not being, not killing it to the level you are where you're also flexible enough that you can now have radio shows and do this and that and like be a whole personality and not just have to design. But Jenny's was the one who wanted a reality show. She was the one, didn't she find the producers and everything and every, they were filming her life and it happened to be, she worked for Jeff and they loved his, and that's how it all spiraled. But if Jenny never had that interest in the first place and brought the cameras around, it would have never even been a thing. Jeff was probably wasn't thinking I want to be on reality TV. Maybe he does. I don't fuck. I don't know him, but yeah, it just like, you shut like no no all right we all love jenny she's our little angel give her fucking kudos or as the real houses of new york on their new ultimate girls trip keep saying kudos which is so fucking annoying by the way <laughs> never do that i mean, if you are a kadoer let's stop today okay i love you guys please if somebody says kudos is great kudos not cute not cute and neither is not being grateful for jenny pulos in your life jeff lewis Okay. We love you, Jenny. Okay, so then moving on, Leah Black, she brings up Rayo's restaurant. Oh my God, you guys, that is my dream restaurant. She was saying how they need to go sometime. Uh, No, you guys don't need to go. You've been, I need to go. I talk about that place all the fucking time. That's like literally my dream. It's my, because Rao's, R-A-O, you'll see their sauce anywhere in your local retailer grocery store. It is the best fucking jarred sauce. Well, yes, no, it's in the top, top two. It is, no, it's the best, all right, it's the best. And their pasta as well, their pasta, it is the in, in just their pre-packaged one. I'm sure at the actual fucking flagship restaurant, it is 20 more times unbelievable. And there's no way it could be because when you make it at home, it's already unbelievable. Oh my God, I made the best fucking spaghetti last night with parmesan on top, th- oh my God. Don't even get me started with a good time. But I'm just saying that, Rayo's, I can I need to go. Okay, moving on to the Friday episode, we had Monica, Casey, and Joey. Zout, zig. Zout, zig, Z-Zoo? No, no. Zout, zig, little bitch. Oh my god, you guys. Shane. Shane finally gave me a shout out. What up, Shane? Shout out, Shane. I mean, I guess technically it was to his hometown friend, but her name's Amy. And if you're gonna go on your show and be like, "Shout out, Amy," obviously I'm gonna be like, "Yes, bitch." He's talking to me. You was all you're talking to me. Is he talking to me? You were talking to me. Then they talk about the crab clamp. Uh, yeah, you can talk to them about the crab clamp. You gotta, you ain't gotta talk to me about that. Um. All I want to say about the crap clamp is that's exactly what I think of when I see SiriusXM's new logo. <laughs> it looks like a crap clamp. It's a literal butthole. Like there's no other way to see it. I don't. I don't. But they do talk about Patrick and Pole next. And what I do know is that literally I can say now two two and a half months out that zero of my Armenian coffee cup reading predictions by Pole came true. Zero came true, okay, and it was actually not even just it didn't come true. The exact opposite, the exact opposite of everything he said came true, which sucks because it was all good news. It was, <laughs> he told me all these good things that happened. I put in so much work to the point where I texted an ex and my friend. I was with her the other day, and I told her I was like, oh my god, I fucking texted him after not talking to him for how many years, and the first thing out of her mouth is because of that psychic, (laughs) she meant pole. And I was like, yes, Yet, literally, I would have never texted this kid. It did give me closure, as Rachel Green says. And that, my friends, is what we call closure. Um, So it kind of did work. But again, it was just the exact opposite of what pole said. So Do your reading at your own risk. Um, Then they bring up Sam's voice. I guess he's a producer in there. I don't know because there was a Sam's voice that we heard months ago and that I like fell in love with that Sam. But then when they had this Sam talk, I was like, that's not the same. That's not the same Sam. And then Jeff kept on pushing this Sam to do like erotica work and Joey was seconding it. Like, yeah, you gotta. Um, Hey, Sam, Sam. You seem like a great guy, great guy. Let me be the voice of reason for you though cuz I know people can get like hypey like they want to be your hype people, but sometimes you need the voice of reason. Uh just don't quit your day job, me love. Don't quit your day job. Don't don't as much as you want to, as much <laughs> as you want to quit the crap clamp studios. <laughs> Really, you gotta—they gotta rebrand that logo. It's awful. So is the entire app. But yeah, I'm just why tell Sam that when like when he spoke. There was a, a, it made me uncomfortable because he sounded so nervous that like that would be the opposite of a erotic. I'd be like, are you OK? bro? like, do we need to stop? Do you need to like call your mom and ask for some tips before you like what is happening? Why aren't you breathing? It's, it's OK. All right. Love you, Sam. Bye. Um. Then they talk about some crazy lady who was at the Trump event the night before. And Jeff was like, oh, my God, she must be a juicy scooper because he can't get through one episode without talking some mad shit. I would know nothing about that, Um, but this is why I'm not a Trump or a Juicy Scooper. I don't want to be, I'm not, no, I'm a me, I'm a me, I'm an Amy, I'm an Amy, a me, an Amy, like, I don't, don't go too hard for anybody, you guys, okay, go hard for yourself, be your biggest fan of you, none of these fools, like, enjoy them, enjoy Juicy Scoop, enjoy JLL, but you don't gotta, you don't. Don't pick a side, pick a side. Sorry, I had to sing some Nicki Minaj for Shane because he's departing today. He is about to catch his flight right now, I'm sure, again, if he didn't miss it. And I don't know, but I hope that you guys have the best holidays ever. I missed you. I fucking love you. You're the best forever. Bye. Splash, 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 splash of sales, splash of